Thank you for joining us today for this episode. I have been so excited about this episode for since I heard the title of this message. I love it. Peace in wartime. That's what we're going to talk about today. And um, I, I don't, just the, the title, Peace in Wartime, who, who can have peace in wartime? Who? You think about that, you, you know, wartime is, is uh, you know, if you're on the battleground, if you're, things are coming at you, bullets or, or tanks or whatever it would be, you know, if you're in the army or if you're in a war, that type of war. But if you're um, at home, you know, on, uh, at work, you know, wherever you may be. Uh, there can be war. I know, I just got a text message today from a friend of mine I had 10 different things that happened and she's struggling to uh, just keep her peace right now. It's war right now in her home. Yeah, well, you know, war is hell. I mean, there's, <laughs> yes, <it is. laughs> there's carnage, there's casualties, there's conflict and, you know, we on this earth, you know, we've, we've known of, you know, our history, you know, there's been battles and things that have been fought and what I think people don't often understand is that there's a spiritual battle yes. that's taking place. Yes. Uh -huh. And uh, it's this warfare against heaven and hell, good and evil, you know, angels and demons. And um, if you don't understand uh, how to win in this warfare, then you won't have peace in warfare. And it's often during this time that you see so many people become casualties of war because there's casualties, you know, good and bad. Do you think that because um, you can't see demons, you can't see angels, you can't see uh, sometimes with your natural eye what's going on in the spiritual realm, people forget that there is a war. People forget that there's a real devil out there trying to attack us. He, he doesn't take a sabbatical. He yeah. doesn't take time off. He doesn't take a, a, a respite, you know, he keeps going. And people put down their guard in, in the time where there's war going on. This is a war, but it's a world we win. Yeah, and I think that, you know, it's that some people are blind to it. Mm -hmm. You know, because the Bible says that the devil, he's very subtle, you know, yes, he's, yes. he's a deceiver. And uh, when I think of, you know, having peace during wartime, I remember one of the very first times that I understood spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. It was when I first got born again. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd been saved for a month, got baptized in the Holy Ghost a month later, and then the Lord tells me to go on a five-day fast. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know anything about fasting. Mm -hmm. The only thing I knew is you don't eat food and you don't tell nobody that you're fasting. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know no better. And uh, because I had a friend that uh, was my partner in crime in the world, and, and I wanted him to have what I had found in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And I remember going down to Mexico... Uh, to spend some time with him. You'll remember that. Yeah, I do. And uh, I remember he finally gave his life to the Lord while I was there and just had a beautiful, beautiful encounter with God. And and I remember everything changed one night when uh, he woke me up and it was like midnight. And he shook me awake. He goes, hey, he goes, he goes, did you hear that scream? Did you hear that scream? And I'm like, I didn't hear nothing. And he goes, something screamed in the house. And his mother was up. She had heard it. And and all I know is that, man, I felt something evil in that house. And I'd never felt nothing like that before. And I remember I had to go use the restroom. And I remember when I went to the restroom, and I, it just, there was something evil. Mm -hmm. And I remember I started feeling like I was going to see something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, God, how long were you saved? I'm saved less than two months. Mm -hmm. and, and, but this is where warfare became real to me. Yeah. And this is where I learned to have peace in warfare because I, I didn't know anything. I knew that Jesus loved me. That was it. Mm -hmm. And I knew that Satan had been punking and playing me. And I was discovering that. I was discovering that a lot of my actions were not my own. Mm -hmm. 
that, you know, there was a demonic influences and things that I had done and uh, crimes I had committed and things. And, and I remember that night, though, just feeling like I was going to see something. And I just remember crying out to God, going, God, I'm not ready to see anything. I don't want to see nothing. And, but I, I just felt his peace. And, and I just told him, I said, if you feel like I'm, I'm good to see something, then, then I'm okay. And then all of a sudden, the shower curtain in that bathroom was jerked up from, like, the floor all the way to the ceiling. And at that moment, I felt fear trying to rush on me. And the moment the fear came, I felt this faith rise up to where instead of running out of the restroom, I, I ran towards the shower curtain. I grabbed the shower curtain. I jerked it back. And then I remember that it was a tile shower, and it had like these four-by-four four pieces of ceramic tile. And all of a sudden, tile just started popping off the wall. Ping, 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 ping. Then I ran out of the shower, and I remember I, I remember I called him. I was like, "We gotta pray, bro. We have to pray, man. We just begin to pray and ask God to help us." And I remember that night, the presence of God just coming down in that house, and that evil presence just it, it dissipated. It was gone. And the next day, we were just riding around, and we didn't know nothing, man. We're just born again, and and uh, and and I learned at that moment though that God was always with me. Yes. And I learned at that moment. That in the midst of that evil presence, man, I had peace. Mm -hmm. And I learned that you can keep that peace in warfare. And, you know, I, I love that story because I've heard it so many times. But you, you forgot a real important part about that story. Do you remember that? That you had to call your mom? Well, I love my mom. But, you know, I didn't know no better. I'm like, Mama, what's going on? I don't know what's going on. There's something evil in this house. I remember you said you had to call your mom and you know. Mom, I don't know what to do, and she just told you to pray. She said, you need to buy the strong man. I'm like, I don't know where the strong man is. <laughs> we just need to pray, you know, but I love that story. But in the midst of it, you had victory, and you'd only been saved two months. But yet, here we are, there's people, you you know, maybe, I don't know how long you've been saved. Maybe you've been saved a year, two years, ten years, who knows. But whenever the enemy comes, you don't have to be saved ten years or know uh, eight scriptures to know that he he has peace right there, you know, yeah. and as long as you call on the name of Jesus, and he'll show you how to have that peace in wartime. Yeah, and, and you know, in Jesus, I think sometimes, you know, uh, we don't understand that when you become a believer, I mean, man, you, you are anting up the war because you are putting yourself on the winning side. Amen. You know, and Jesus told us over in Matthew chapter 10, mm -hmm. verse 34, he says, think not that I came to send peace on the earth. Mm -hmm. He said, I came not to send peace, but a sword. Mm -hmm. You know, and because and, Jesus understood there is a battle that's taking place where you live. Yeah. There's yeah. there's a battle taking place on the earth. Now, this is what's awesome about him is he is the prince of peace. So that yes. when he comes, peace comes. But he says, that was not my mission to bring peace. He said, I'm bringing war to the one that's been warring you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that we need to be mindful of because there is peace during wartime. But only when you understand that you are on the winning side. Yes. Yes. Yes, that, that, that's so true. Um, do you, for me, I think a lot of times that people, uh, I'm talking about Christians, you know, hopefully I'm speaking to somebody that has Jesus Christ um, in their life. If you don't, very simple, admit that you are a sinner, that you've done things wrong. Believe in Jesus Christ and confess him. Confess him, confess your sins, and you will be saved. That's really important because I, I want to just go back to that right now because let me tell you something. You could, if you're not saved, if you don't have Jesus Christ in your life, 
you know what, you won't be able to win. You're going to be spinning your wheels, trying to do things on your own. You have to ask him to be the Lord of your life. You ask him to be the Lord of your life. And you know what, you're always going to win when it comes to uh, uh, war. You will, but you, you need to have him. So I just wanted to, to say that. But I remember so many times needing peace in the midst of chaos, in the midst of, of war, well, what we perceive to be war, things happening to us. But, you know, I I, I sometimes wonder um, if people forget that he's there for them. He's there for them. They, they try to do things on their own. They try to do things uh, in their strength instead of doing things in God's strength. And when we allow him to... Basically, he's given us the he's given us the weapons. He's given us the things that we need. We just have to do it. Yeah. Well, the thing is that when he's real in you and in your life, um, you can face whatever hell brings against you. I mean, you can face the enemy knowing uh, Bible truths, you know, truths that we've learned. You know, that uh, with God, all things are yes, possible. Yes. That the battle doesn't belong to us. The battle belongs to the Lord. When you understand that you're on the winning side. You understand that this is a fixed fight. Yeah. It's a war, but it's already been determined who the victor is going to be, and it's us. Yeah, and you and, and you know just to to finish my thought, I I was you had said that you were only saved a couple of months when this happened to you, and we don't have to know five hundred scriptures. We don't have to know uh, been saved forever, been saved for a long time. Excuse me. We just have to know. That, you know, he's inside our heart, that he loves us, he's there, and we call on his name. It, it's, it's, um, it's in our DNA to win. Yeah. It's in our DNA to win. Not only is it in our DNA to win, it's in our DNA to get back up again. If something happens and we go down and the enemy, uh, uh, we're wounded. You know, in war, uh, it, it, we're wounded, we're, we're put down something. Sometimes we need a little bit of rest to be able to get up again. But it doesn't matter how long you've been saved. Some people may think, you know what, I've been saved only a few months and this big, great attack has happened to me. Um, I'm not going to be able to win. You can. You can win no matter what. As long as you use his principles, as long as you are um, seeking his face, as long as you're using his word, you can win and have peace in the midst of, like you just said, war is hell. Well, yeah, and, and, and that's it. I mean, our, our peace is found in, in our relationship. Amen. It's in what we do for the Lord. And, you know, as we grow in our relationship with God, and as you raise, as you learn how to, how to war yes. a good warfare and fight a good fight of faith, you raise your threat level. Yeah. And, uh, and the enemy will start taking you serious. And... The thing about being a believer, though, is the Bible says we walk by faith, not by sight. You know, so you have to have the eye of faith and see in the spirit the things of God or you'll be defeated. Yeah. And uh, there's a portion of scripture I want to share. It's found in 2 Kings chapter 16, verse 14. 16 and or 6? Chapter 6, I apologize, verse 14. Um, and in this portion of scripture, uh, there was a, a, an evil king that was trying to attack, uh, you know, one of God's kings and the Lord would always tell the prophet where this enemy king was going to try to attack to where every time he tried, he failed. And he, and he thought that someone was a traitor in his, in his army. And they said, no, they said, it's the God keeps telling the prophet what you're going to do. And so he said, find out where this prophet is at and let's go get him. And so we find this, this story picks up right here where it says, therefore, they sent horses and chariots and a great host, I mean, great army. 
And they came by night, and they encompassed the city about where this prophet was at. And it says that when the servant of the man of God was risen early and went out, behold, a host encompassed the city, both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do this? He says, and he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountains were full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. And when they came down to him, Elisha prayed unto the Lord and said, Smite this people, I pray thee, with blindness. And the Lord smote them with blindness, according to the word of Elisha. What's awesome is that Elijah, a seasoned Christian, a seasoned believer, I should say, in the Lord, a servant of God, he already seen God's with me. He didn't have to see the horses and the chariots to believe it. He already knew. I'm on the winning side. Amen. But the young man that was with him, his protege, he hadn't developed that that peace yet, you know, until he seen it. Mm -hmm. And I think what's awesome for us is that, man, when you're a believer and, and you see the hand of God, it's a beautiful thing. But thank God for those moments when you have peace, when you don't see anything. That's you right. just have to trust in knowing God's with you. Trust, yeah. You, you know? just have to trust him. And you have to go by his word. Sometimes all you have is his word. Yeah. Because... You know, the doctors could be saying this. Uh, your friends could be saying that. Your coworkers could be saying this. Oh, you're going to get laid off. Oh, this or that. You know, all these things could be coming against you. And when you have peace in wartime, it doesn't matter what it looks like. You go off what the word says. And that's so important. And I think people have a tendency to, to go by what they see in the natural instead of what they know in their heart to be the word of God. Yeah. And uh, I, I, that's where, you know, we were talking earlier about practicing peace. You know, if we're practicing peace all the time, when war comes, then, then we're going to be on the winning side. Yeah, and, and I think that it's when you develop Bible faith. The Bible yes. says Romans ten seventeen, faith comes by hearing. And hearing, hearing by the, the word, word of God. God. Amen. But you have a lot of people that sense knowledge faith. Yeah. So yeah, they're moved by what they see. So in this warfare, you have so many people that they they quit serving God or they get wounded and, and, they, and they, they 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 quit serving, you know. You have so many people that are AWOL in the army of the Lord. I love that. You know? I love that. You know, you always talk about there's three types of people. Some that um uh, wonder what happened. Uh, what is it that you say? say some that, that make things happen. Some that wonder what happened. Some that watch what happened and some that wonder what happened. Yeah, and when you're AWOL, when you're not doing what you're supposed to do, you're you're wondering what's going on, you know, what's happening. Instead of being engaged in the army of God, engaged in the things that God has for us, then you're going to always know what happened. Yeah, and I think what it comes down to is that, you know, you have to know that the one that is with you, is greater than the one against you. Amen. Amen. God says he's always with us. And I just want to encourage those of you that are watching today that, you know, maybe you're going through something right now and it's a very real test, man. I'm telling you, maybe it just seems like the war isn't on your doorstep. Maybe it's in your home. Maybe it's yeah. in your marriage. Maybe it's in a relationship you have. Um, Christ is with you. And what's awesome is that when you understand he's with me always, he'll never leave me nor forsake me. You know, you have a, you develop a, a, a strength and a peace that can't be shaken by life or death. You know, the Apostle Paul said in Philippians 1.21, he said, to live is Christ. He said, but to die is gain. Basically, what he was saying is, I'm a winner whether, you know, this is happening or whether this is happening, I win. Amen. And so maybe you're watching this program today and, and you're thinking about the things that you're facing. I, I want you to know, I, I, I've been through some tests. I've been through some challenges. We've had our moments where the enemy came yes. full force against us. 
But what we learned is we learned that we serve a mighty God and that there is nothing too difficult for him. We learn that, that he'll never leave us, amen, that he's always there. He's an ever-present help, the Bible says, in times of trouble. So maybe you're going through a war right now. I'm here to tell you, I read the back of the book, and it says that we win. <laughs> amen. Right. God will never let you down, and we are witnesses of that. We testify of that today, that you can have peace in warfare, amen. In the midst of everything that's going on, you can have a peace that remains. Amen. And you know, sometimes you uh, go through things and you didn't even know you went through it because you were so, you were more encompassed in peace than you were what's happening. That's right. And and you went through it and you look back and what other people think was wartime, you realize, oh, we really did go through something, but because you, we stayed in peace, we didn't realize how difficult it was. Yeah. Amen. What you give attention to, you give power to. So keep your eyes on Jesus. I'm telling you, you will never fail. Amen. Give the devil a fight. If he wants a fight, give him a fight. Amen. That that won't quit. Amen. Let him know that you're not going to give up. You're not going to back down. You're not going to run away, but you're going to pursue and lay hold of the promises that God has for you because you're more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ, your Lord. We love you very much. We thank you for being a part of uh, this episode today, and we pray that it strengthens your faith and that it gives you strong resolve in this hour. God bless you very much. God bless you. You know, we felt so strong that we needed to take a moment to pray with you today. And so uh, I would just ask that you just open up your heart and receive, amen, what God has for you right now. Honey, let, let's agree in prayer for amen. those that are watching this program. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that you are undefeated. Lord, that the enemy has never won over you. And Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you are the Lord of our victory. And Lord, that you've given us, Lord, the right, Lord, to be your sons and your daughters. Lord, you've allowed us to step into a place, Lord, where you have declared to us that the battle does not belong to us. It belongs to you. And Lord, I pray for those, Lord, that are hearing or watching, Lord, this episode. Lord, I pray, Lord, that in the midst of the war that they are facing, Lord, that victory would rise upon them. Lord, that peace would pursue and overtake them. And Lord, that they would recover everything. Lord, that the enemy has been trying to destroy and trying to take away from their lives. Lord, I pray right now, Lord, that you surround them, Lord, with heavenly hosts of angels, Lord, that will protect them. Lord, keep them, mighty God, preserve them. And Lord, we come against the enemy of their soul. And we boldly declare the word of the Lord that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. All those that rise up in judgment against you, the Lord said he will condemn. And I just speak the comfort of the Holy Ghost over your life and over this situations that you are facing. Rest in the love of God. Rest in knowing that you are so precious to him and that he will deliver you from everything that opposes you. You're beautiful. You're a child of God. And he's going to cause you to rule and reign with him. So I pray blessings over you this day. Blessings upon you and blessings upon all those that are near and dear to your heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you, my friends. Remember, fight to win. God is with you and you are on the winning side.